Geek Shock. Shout out to Vlarg, Sparkle Man. Best of all, Sparkle Man. <laughs> Uh, he's not gonna hear this. He's he's still no, no, he traveling. No. Ah, that's if he's right. Not, if he's not back yet, I I know they were still traveling as of like Saturday, but I haven't really. He'll listen to it eventually. It's not like he's, he's mad. I no, just, he won't. No, I he don't won't. check Facebook really at all anymore. So. You see that island in Northern Ireland that is trying to get U.S. people to move there? Oh, yes. I, yes. I vaguely know what you're talking about. Yeah, islands like 395 people. They've been shedding people for. For years, and yeah. they want people to move there to keep their community alive. So, they're appealing to Australians and Americans who work r- remotely to, "Hey, come to our idyllic little island. We're just off the coast of Ireland, and we're going to, we have great internet. Ah, that, ah. that's their big selling point, and great cliff diving. Cliff diving. Cliff diving in us in in Ireland. Yes. yes. When the water is like twelve below, it's yeah. it, it's also like way up Northern Ireland. <laughs> Oh, so so literally, when you cliff dive, your balls go all the way up into the back of your throat yes. because of the shrinkage. Gotcha. Yes, although but, very idyllic. I, I can't you, say I'm not wasn't tempted for a few moments. Are you That's, trying to get me to silence your phone for you, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do find it amusing that like Andy, all he has to do anymore is point to his phone, and he and he knows that I will take care of it. Yeah, baby. how is your phone always dead though? Like, uh, never mind. Even yeah. when you're not here. Just remind me to fix that later, because you'll probably be like, why isn't my phone working anymore? It took me a couple of days to figure it out last time. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number 492. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Back check the Andy. Maple Leaf Matt. And we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Gentlemen, do you have some adventures this week? I had a full weekend. You had a full weekend. Full weekend. Oh. Jeff had adventures. I had oh. to work, so I didn't get to go to the first two days. But Sunday, I get to spend all day at the amazing Las Vegas Comic Con. That's the big, really good con yes. here in Las Vegas. The it's, best of the best. Yeah, it's been going on for 11 years now, I believe. I want to say it was like really? 08. Has it been that long? It's like 08 or 09, I want to say, when it started. All the way down at South Point, it has now grown to in be using the North Hall of the Las Vegas Convention Center. Which and, is big. It's very big yeah. hall. Yeah, it's, it's the Great Hall if you're in Mazes and Monsters parlance. Uh, it was amazing. On a Sunday, it was actually packed still. Good. So I, I didn't get a chance to talk to anybody about attendance numbers on Sunday, or excuse me, Friday or Saturday from talking to a few patrons that were there. They said that uh, they had been there all three days and just had a blast. Sunday's uh, usually not all that well attended, yeah, so exactly. if you do a good Sunday, you're yes. doing good the rest of the week. Exactly. Uh, a couple of the vendors I talked to said that they were having a good weekend. I didn't see a lot of people buying on Sunday, so I'm guessing they probably did well on either Friday or Saturday, but it's got to be harder for those vendors nowadays because the majority of that stuff that they're selling, unless it's secondhand merchandise that's really limited and hard to find, you can't really find the deals anymore at the shows, you can find them online. I did actually uh, find a limited edition pair of pants. Um, no, uh, <laughs> limited Space edition pants. pair of Harry Potter Vans shoes. Oh, fun! The, the the girl had been looking for them for a while, and the girl. Uh, yes, I took a picture of them <laughs> and sent them to him. The and she's like, "Oh my god, those are so cool!" So I had to get those for because uh, 
they were retailing online for between seventy and eighty dollars. But you know, once you pay sales tax, because pretty much everybody has sales tax, the exact price that I paid at the con flat out was about the same. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You so your big takeaway, yeah, go, I mean, you're burying the lead. We all want to know. Barry, How fucking would- Barry. <laughs> God damn it, it's Barry. What about fucking Barry? No, no, no. Barry's the lead. You're Barry's Well, you know, he's shaved. Barry. He's got that baby face now. <laughs> so, how was the parking? Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, oh. Don't, don't get me started on the parking. <laughs> yeah. The parking was not ample. <laughs> um, so, apparently, there were three other conventions going on at the same time. Oh, that's... As Amazing fucked. Las Vegas Comic Con. So... At LVCC itself, there was um, a uh, cosmetics convention as well as the Amazing Con. Oh, that's a fun um, combination to go across each other. There was yeah. some kind of like wonderful technical uh, technology convention going on at the Westgate. So the entire parking that is assigned to the convention center was full. Damn you, Andy. Um, all of the parking at Westgate was full. So I literally had to park a mile away and walk in. It was not cool. Wait, literally a mile? Literally a mile. You had to literally park a mile and walk. You You didn't even monorail? Yeah, you could monorail. There was no way to monorail at that point. I had to park almost all the way up by the Sahara. Sorry, not the Sahara. The The SLS? SLS. Where the monorails stopped? Yeah, there's a monorail. Um, I would have had to actually go further north, get on the monorail stop, and then actually buy a fucking ticket to go back to the convention center. So I just walked. The important part of the story is that it is going to be the Sahara again. They're changing their name back. Are they really? They really are. I, I knew that had been rumored for a while, but I didn't know if that was confirmed. What SLS doesn't grab your imagination? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what what road is the SLS on, Sahara? Well, what is road it, is Sahara on? Yeah, SLS Boulevard. <laughs> SOL. Uh, but anyway, parking aside, um, it was pretty cool for a Sunday. Um, I got to see a panel with uh, Asher Angel, who is the kid that plays the young version of Billy Batson in Shazam. Fun. Um, and the uh, Armand, I can't think what his last name is. Assange? Who's, uh, no. Uh, Assange? One of the kids that's that's one of the other foster kids that he rooms oh. with um, in the movie. Um, I actually ended up getting a picture with both those guys. How uh, that cost? So that was uh, more than I care to say. <laughs> Yep. Uh, it was it was eighty, it was eighty dollars for it to, for the uh, two of them $80 together. Eighty dollars for a picture with two kids. Yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> but you know, it was fun. Um, the picture that I am proud of, I got a picture with Sean Astin. Fun. Um, I you can know, get behind that. Mikey from Goonies. Right. Samwise Gamgee. Uh, John Astin's you know, kid. Maybe. Yes. John Astin's kid. Uh, how much for a picture with Kit? Okay. Uh, how Kit, much that cost? Kit doesn't charge me for pictures, so. What he about is, this one? Ass he's shot. posing right now. His yeah. ass is full in your face. Why? Why is he always shot? posing away from us so that his ass is always prominent? Because that's what cats do. <laughs> okay. Check out my sphincter. I think, is mighty. I think his sphincter is mighty. I think he's still uh, um, pissed. Literally. Yeah. Well, he's he's <laughs> like, look what they've done to me. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Even after all these, you know, uh, after a year, he's like, look. Look at my empty, shriveled sack. <laughs> Where are my nudicles, Kirsten? Yeah, really. Well, he ain't getting them now. Fuck that. But anyway, had a good time at the con. Um, I, I have a lot of fun at that con every year. I uh, wish I'd have gotten to go all three days this year, but, you know, I took what I could get. Sure. You went three days more than I did. 
<laughs> yeah, me only too. went to one day. So. Yeah, same. Uh, she it, she doesn't show up on the lair. Uh, I don't even think she listens to us. But I want to say hats off to uh, Star Trek Experience fan uh, Kareen Meroy, who uh, did some incredible cosplay. Oh, she did this wonderful Cortana. Nice. Oh. And she did did Rick. <laughs> really nice. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and and she's a Bernie fan, so she did Bernie Sanders. Was that Fun. her on Sunday? I saw. I didn't recognize her. That that I only saw her from her. across the room, so I, mean, yeah. I didn't actually get. She to was up. there yeah, all three thought days. It was Bernie Sanders. Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I mean, I just I didn't think it was actually. What a Bernie weird meat, meat cute. I saw her across the well, room. I mean, I, I know this is Bernie. Sanders. I know her, so <laughs> anyway. It's Jeff the yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. But uh, um, yeah, she did a bunch of. That's really why her cool pet stuff. name is Bernie. There was still quite a bit of cosplay on Sunday, which was surprising because uh, the costume contest is on Saturday. So the majority of the, the past shows, they do all the cosplay on Sunday, Saturday rather, and then Sunday it kind of trickles off. Cosplay yeah. is not about awards, man. It's about I, a I feeling. Think, I think. I mean, dude, if they were like Kareem, doing a different one every day. Yeah, well, yeah. not every day. She did it. She would change. Like morning to afternoon, oh, she wow. put up. Uh, well, you're, you're not. Are you? You're not friends with her. I don't her, know her, but I want to. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, well, she she goes to Millennium Fandom and stuff like that. So well, and you haven't How? crossed. And paths? she's posted on. She's posted on Millennium Fandom as well. Okay. But she 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 did like a half dozen or more different costumes, unless I missed my count. So I think she actually did um, did uh, more than one a day. So. Oh my God! One a day plus iron. She dresses as a vitamin. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Oh, you two have been living. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt and I had to make some choices this week too. Las Matt? Vegas Comic Con, oh. or the Wastelands Game Tournament put on by War Room Games. It, it was fun. It was fun. You know, <laughs> you what? have you chosen have... poorly. <laughs> no, no, it was good. It was good. A little worried because of all of the armies that were fighting. Or in the tournament, mm-hmm. there was no um, uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. That's the army you chose. Yes, that's the army I'm building. And I told a guy there, I'm like, We're, uh, I'm building the Admech. And the first thing he says, not like, what's what faction or whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> I'm and sorry. The, and this guy was losing terribly to yes. his opponent. <laughs> so what the hell does that mean for my arm? Oh, my. That needs... You know the one otter meme that they, you know, when every everyone's been putting up otters for you, Todd. And wonderful the, people the, that you are. Thank you. The little otter that's like holding this plastic toy or something and looking so dejected and yes. big-eyed, and it's like when you show something really cool and people dismiss it, and you're just sort of, huh, huh. that's that's just 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 give him his whole box of Adeptus Mechanis and. He's, so we chose Sunday not to buy anything. Would you like to take it from here? Sure. <laughs> How much did we spend? I spent sure. 130. <laughs> wow. Did you get at least three pictures with child actors? Oh yes, yes. <laughs> and I spent 70. Yeah. And oh, not wanting boy. to spend anything. That's. Well, I was going to w- say I would 70 like to, is not bad. Yeah, but I'd like to speak to our audience and say. There were exactly two vendors at this thing. Yes, and we <laughs> bought from both. Did you really? <laughs> yes, we did. From both. 
from both. Two vendors, we hit them both. Yeah. They were the only thing to spend money on. So, of course, we're spending money. <laughs> no, it's, it was too cool. It was, it was literally just a game tournament. There's no convention a part of it. There's no, no. Somebody's giving painting classes over here. This is just a bunch, bunch of dudes and some ladies playing Warhammer. Where, where was this? This was oh, at, at the, <laughs> the Pristine Hotel. See, Jeff's at the convention center mm-hmm. and near the SLS. We decided to go all the way down to... Gold Coast. The, the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Really? I, I want to tell you right now, mahjong there is off the hook. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, mm-hmm. and yes. pai gal poker. Oh yeah, every table filled. Yeah, every table. La- laugh yes. a few about the Gold Coast, but that's where I went to see Paul Williams perform. See, there you go. It's fine. There you go. That's the seal of. I saw there's Tombstone your, there. Yeah, there's your rainbow connection. What was really wonderful? All right, miniature war gaming terrain. Is super expensive. Oh yes! No matter where you go, it's goddamn expensive and goddamn necessary to have a good game. Yes, I thought he was going to say, "There you are." So there's a company there that is selling 3D printed terrain. Oh shit! But they have a huge, like four huge boxes full of their scratch and dent and just somewhat lightly messed up 3D printed items. Ah. And it is fill a box that was about, I'd say, six inches by 12 inches, yep. right? Yep. Okay. For $20, fill it with as much train as you can. And you got $70 worth. I got $20 worth. <laughs> I got $40 worth. Yes, you did. <laughs> but I was, buying, I was buying the crates, the gas cans. He went for like a fantasy... Um, old-timey oh. village. So crates and barrels... No, but I also got the futuristic Imperium City. Bed, bath, beyond. <laughs> yes. So I got the futuristic ah, city. Oh, One pier. So we could play with that. And then we walked past the um, battle maps, and they were selling them. Played on one time. for. They usually go for, what, like 80 mm-hmm. Something like that. 50 bucks. Played on one time? They Played were, on one time. So how how they were not at all? No, they were, they were the ones the tournament was using. So oh. they rolled them up and tried to start selling them. So I walked past. They, they, they didn't want to keep them in storage, so they figured they'd go sell them for cost. But here's the thing. They're doing it next year, too. It doesn't make any sense, but whatever. I, I'll take it for 50 Yeah, <laughs> and they came in a nice nylon Ooh, zippered yes. bag. It was, And that's the, it's the kind of thing where it's a six-foot by four-foot mat that you roll out and you put your terrain on, and the bottom looks like a jungle or a junkyard or grasslands or asphalt. How big yeah. was this mat? Six foot by four foot. Yes. Yeah, I'd say it's about that. Yeah, big. I'd say it's about right that. That's uh, that's our mat. Well, yeah. yes. six feet. Five foot on ladies, sale. Six, six feet. inches on sale for fifty bucks. <laughs> on sale for fifty dollars. Now that, that, that much. And I come in a nylon bag. <laughs> Make checks and payable. He's, and he's only he's only been played on once. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Poor nylon bag. Uh, but yeah, it was. We I had bought a, way too much we, terrain. We had a great time. We literally, <laughs> literally. Stood and watched a single game of Warhammer, two hours long, played beginning to end, and just watched and commentated yes. the whole time. And that, you didn't record it. That is how f- we choose fun. See, you guys, we need to establish a Geek Shock Twitch channel, and then whenever Warhammer comes to town, you two need to get out on the floor and live stream <laughs> and your, color commentate your commentator is that a U2 song no when you, Warhammer comes to town I'm going we, to we just seen live streaming of them staring at the game mouth again oh I was doing that <laughs> yeah. I was doing that um, 
Wow. And one of the armors we were watching is one that I play, and I have some of those same units. And so Matt's going, wait, your guy could do that? Your guy could do that? And I'm like, yeah, that guy could do that. Well, and that's okay. He's getting wonderfully indignant. Yeah, but he, he got to see how abducted. Oh. No, that's right. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll make so, it work, though. I will make it work. I'll make it well, work. okay. I want to laugh, but this is the bastard who made Flash work. That's right. So uh, That's right. Enough to where Deb, when she comes to town, Jesus. says you can't play Flash. Can you believe that? She puts limits on a, sh- a shitty-ass character because it's Deb. Right. This is the DC deck-building game yes. we're talking about. Speaking right, yes. of Deb, and actually I'm not. I'm just, you know, Andy Tangent. Wow. Um, <laughs> I think, gang, we need a Patreon level where we get Matt a GoPro. So that every time I'll he ship goes, five and, bucks a month for that. So, so hell, I'll just every, buy the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, every, here's your GoPro. You have to wear this everywhere. Every time he goes out to one of these Warhammer things where he's not going to buy something, he records coming home to Paulette with <laughs> his hundred thirty-five dollars worth of terrain. No, she was she was fine with it. Sure, she was because because you got a bargain. That's right. Okay. <laughs> now I, I do the That's I do right. know this from the limited number of times I've spent around Paulette that she does love a bargain. So it actually makes sense that she yes. was okay with that. But let but me tell I you do, how much I this would that. have cost. Oh yes. Especially on yes. that goddamn terrain. Yeah, I know. I'm just thinking of the time I tried to outbid that guy on the two pawns, and they were like forty bucks each. <laughs> two what? Pond, pond, pond. Little ponds, not pawns. Yeah, pawns. Pond. It's an expensive it's game of chess when you get right down to it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Gentlemen, what other geeky things you do this week? That's all I did. I, I, huh? I missed the Comic Con because I was at a wedding in uh, California on a mountain. You have chosen poorly. <laughs> well, it was it was Stephanie Payne's wedding, the uh, uh, founder of the very awesome girls and nerdy activity. Hold on, yeah, and did she not should have been at the con. What, what was she thinking? Hold on, was it open bar? Was it? I guess it was open bar. He did not choose poorly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, because right. people brought booze, and there was this, uh, there was a person who was making. He chose poorly. <laughs> no man, they, they toasted with some sort of butter beer they made that was delicious. He chose poorly. <laughs> Bringing your own bottles is an open bar. Yeah, yeah. no, it's not. Well, uh, it's an open bar if you're Andy because you're broke and you're like, I bet I could what? convince somebody to give us money. Well, I was gonna say, or give me, give me booze. I brought a bottle of booze. I yeah. brought the finest Kraken I could find. Yeah. yeah. Well, you released you know, the Kraken, did you? Oh, oh, I did. At <laughs> weddings, there's always good Kraken. Mm. <laughs> um, I did also get to do another flashback cinema. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark was uh, on Sunday. Uh, yes. And I got to go. Da, well, da, you can da, go da, see it on Wednesday. Da, da, da. It's playing on Wednesday as well. Da, da, da. Kirsten missed it. He was very upset that he missed yeah. Raiders. Yeah, two days. But he could go on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Sunday and Wednesday. Yeah, what Sunday and Wednesday. It, six? Seven, seven, I think. Seven. One p.m. and six p.m. Hmm. If you add those together, seven. Seven. Right. <laughs> if you're playing by Baccarat, I'm, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> is this, is oh it, God, you're with me. <laughs> Shit. I was yeah. just about to say. It's like <laughs> you you've you've succumbed to Andy logic, yeah. Matt. <laughs> you need to sit on this side of the table now. <laughs> is this still at uh, Galaxy Boulevard? Uh, it's at both Galaxy locations. Oh, that's so right. Just, yeah, that you just you have to get your your tickets early enough because for some reason the the one that's closest to Kirsten sells out very quickly, whereas the Boulevard seems to sell out slower. It's new. So Nobody knows this area. Yeah, people, that could be part. People of it. are still adjusting. There's a movie theater at the um, Palace Station now. Apparently, yep. this has really cheap seats. 
I don't know about cheap seats, but I know that they completely built a brand new theater. Somebody sell the like Palace nine Station. bucks for all tickets. Uh, it's well, that's very probably possible. an introductory thing. Oh, I'm sure. Um, the one at Palace Station has like uh, table service. Like they actually have waiters go and and take your order before the movie starts. That's you. No. <laughs> um, are you going to go see Jurassic Park? That's July 28th yeah. or something. Um, yeah, the next uh, next one is Dirty Dancing, which I was never a huge yeah. fan of. Um, and then after that is Jaws, which uh, definitely going to go see. Nobody puts Jeff in the corner. Uh, Nobody I, I, put Bruce in a corner. Jaws is another one. I was too young to see that. Ba-na-na. I was only three when it came out. So, um, oh, I, I think I, I might join I you obviously for did not Park. see that one. And then um, you know, I've discovered Jurassic this. Park and Back to the Future are both in the lineup. Uh, in fact, I think Jurassic, or excuse me, not Jurassic Park. I think Back to the Future comes out like right near my birthday. So, they should do a interreal mashup and just call it Jurassic Future mm. and just. I think Asylum Pictures already did one of those, to be oh, honest. Okay. That sounds very familiar. There, there is some crazy that would uh, make sense. late night HBO movie that I saw that it was supposed to be they this group discovered time travel and it like it's like this weird bridge thing that goes through it but in the future there were dinosaurs and stuff. It was it was ridiculous. I don't remember a whole lot about the movie other than it was completely bizarre. Well it's like the mind fuck in uh the original Land of the Lost TV series. Yeah. When uh, Enid, the uh, the slee stack who wore the tunic that mm-hmm. everybody laughed about, was uh, he's walking around the Land of the Lost and he's like, <clears throat> these are obviously my ancestors because he's like a, 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 an evolved slee stack. And, uh, uh, you know, I have to find back to my time, blah, blah, blah. And they actually take a couple episodes to reveal that, no, He's actually in his people's future. Hmm. Hmm. Fascinating. That's right. You okay over there? Land of the Lost. Yeah. Mm. Deep. The first season was really, was actually pretty cool science fiction. I didn't catch all that stuff when I was watching as a kid. I just, uh, yeah, I remember there were crystals. I I remember there was- Crystals. I remember there was an episode where they revealed that the Land of the Lost was like a closed loop. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, that was was funny. It was just the- Talking about closed loop universe, looking through the binoculars and they're staring at their backs. They're like, wow, that's a tiny universe. Mm. <laughs> I came up with a great money making idea. Let's put it out on the internet right yes, now. Yes, let's, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. See, these are the things you talk about and don't put them on the air. <laughs> oh, okay. I, 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 Unless it's sarcasm, <clears throat> then go ahead. No, it's not what? sarcasm. I mean, it kind of is, but it's not. Is this where it ends? I don't know. You guys are looking. You tell me, don't put it out there, and then you stare. Well, no, don't say it, Kirsten. If it's a good idea, someone will do it. That's not well, you. I, well, I, I, how am I going to do it? I don't I can know. Barely I don't know the rent. <laughs> I can barely pay rent. I'm supposed to do this great idea? Well, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any connections to Japanese anime? I do not. Ah, shit. Do you have any connections to the Edgar Rice Burroughs estate? Wow, I do not. No, no, I'm starting to piece this together. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bench press a walrus? You can't convince Andy to take up at Japanese anime style in his artwork? Well, this is an animated thing, not manga. Oh, okay. You can have Andy do all the animation, just one drawing after another. Just yeah, flip book it. Just flip book it. Well, no, there's, there's simple programs online now where you can... Uh, uh, you can basically do animation because simple program for Andy. 
<laughs> Jeff, can Simple you answer Andy's we... phone for him? I would be a little offended, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could put it on his iPad. What you do is you, you do a single sketch, and then it lets you uh, see a shadow outline of the previous sketch so that you can do your follow-up animation sketch. So Why isn't it just do it for you? <laughs> because we haven't gotten that far yet. Damn it. It does sound <laughs> cool. Um, I've been playing a crap load of Borderlands 2. Have you? Yeah. You, well, you know what I played for a little while? Anthem. Okay. Anthem, the new game that no one likes, uh, came out yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it was loaded with bugs, and it, apparently um, they did a, a, a couple of uh, updates in February, and then one recently, and it's still all buggy as hell. Loaded I was just with reading bugs? a review on it today. Something inspired by Ayn Rand is loaded with bugs? Borderlands? Anthem, Anthem is de- Anthem. Anthem oh. is Destiny. I don't think so. Uh, but but you have an Iron Man suit. That's pretty much how it is. Destiny. Beautiful to Destiny. look at. That game is beautiful right. to watch. Beautiful I love to play in. The I'm world they created you like it. is gorgeous. I didn't say I liked it. Okay. I liked the pre-rendered trailers that I saw of it. I thought it looked gorgeous. <laughs> All but... the pre-rendered trailers look great. The it, it has the same problem that all the always live games have for me. It, that they're basically L- MMOs right. without a payment structure. And so nothing you do has any impact in your world. Except they actually did that with Anthem. Because really? you can go to the back to the town and th- things change in that town based on what you do out there. And that town is only yours. Okay. There's also a place to go meet up with people and play as a separate hub. But the town is yours, and the characters in there. Too bad the whole thing is just buzzworditis. Oh no! It's it, it's just you get a, a sentence with six words that you don't know what they mean. Ah. Or you thought you knew what they mean, but they turned out they mean something that isn't English. So you playing Borderlands two? So and so I stopped playing that, sent that back to GameFly, and I'm playing Borderlands 2 now, which is fantastic. Again, so, Borderlands 2 is free on Xbox Live and PlayStation 4. And this is a perfect time to give a, a, a monkey splat, shock, banana splat, what the hell? Banana splat. <laughs> monkey splat. To Blythe Renee. <laughs> I do like that, monkey splat. No, Blythe Renee, uh, who uh, remember we saw her at uh, Scoop Fest. Yes. Uh, she is one of the voices on there. Is she now? She is. Who's uh, she yeah, play? Uh, she's a computer. She is a computer that says something about. Uh, you shoot a computer and it says something weird. Uh, okay. Yeah. That sounds very Borderlands yeah. to me. Borderlands has a fantastic art style that I love. And I've played Borderlands 2 multiple times and I'm playing it again. Oh, it says something about executing Fallen Angels fail safe protocol. Amongst the uh, all the voice things, yeah. awesome, Blythe, yeah. fantastic, and I'm kind of awesome that I met you because I yeah. love Borderlands so much. Uh, and in fact, I'm K. This game yeah. is for you. What? Oh well, thanks. Borderlands Two or even Borderlands One is thir- uh, first person Diablo. Oh wow. Oh, so it's for Andy and I. Yeah, in fact, I think the first one, if not the second one, can be played split screen. Mm. So, yeah, it's definitely for Andy and you. Cool. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, because Andy and I have started playing Diablo again. We said that last week, I think. Well, we're still playing. Do you you have a Borderlands 2? I think I I gave you my copy. You gave me your copy. Yeah. Throw that in there and check it out. 
it's got all the random lootness of Diablo with all the shootiness of your zombie game. You're going to love it. Mm, okay. Cool. It's, it's a, oh my God, I'm hearing Kit in the microphone. Super purr. Wow. Everyone yeah. be quiet. <laughs> yeah, you can hear it. It's like we entered the heart of the beast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the thrum of the engines of the Enterprise. <laughs> That's what the, the Enterprise is purring. That's what the noise I've been hearing all these years. You know. <laughs> I actually played through um, um, Portal. Uh, this week, which I had the yeah. original port. Yeah, yeah, because it's free on Xbox Five also right now, and uh, yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten how short it is, but God, that's a fun little game. It's a great example of just tight writing mm-hmm. and a tight structure. If you like tight, <laughs> play Portal. Portal is tight. What else did you do, guys? Uh, we watched. Uh, we finished watching um, Umbrella Academy. Umbrella Academy. Thank what you. What did you think? Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. K doesn't look as sold. Um, it redeemed itself at, at the end. Um, because, uh, especially in the second half, it really relies heavily on people not talking to each other, and I really hate that. And it, it, it started to get a little out of hand okay. with that. I don't know if it's a reflection on the comic. I personally I personally don't um, don't think so. Uh, I haven't read the comic. But uh, in the TV show, there was a shit ton. There was a shit ton of... Uh, of um, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Second... second verse, um, same as the Cabinet verse. from yeah. the left... Some Matt. of the some of that disconnect makes sense because they are a very broken family. Yes. Yeah, um, but no, no. I mean, I'm not talking about that because oh. some of that makes it in the in character stuff like that made sense. But there were moments where like people are right there and they're going, "Why blah blah blah," and people are not answering when they could, and it really didn't have to do yeah. with character secrecy. Um, there was one. Th- brilliant thing that I absolutely loved. It's about two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through. And you actually get this, it's almost like a montage. It's like a, a interlocking scenes of a person making a discovery, another person revealing a secret, another person making a confession, another person getting a revelation. And it just went boom, boom, boom boom and it's all about to happen and then record scratch and it all got killed it was like the series was about to resolve and everything got disrupted in this one moment so and much so that i thought we were about to i thought we were at the end and then he's like oh, yeah. there's four more episodes I was like what yeah 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 yeah. it was just like what the flying fuck so and the ending the ending uh but but then it then it ran into Everybody needs to talk, and nobody's talking, and it's annoying. And uh, ah, the whole flash thing, kind of, sort of, yeah. yeah. Whereas and, you could avoid all this shit if you just more interesting. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because at least people, I don't, I, I would say that any stupid decision people made was very well grounded in character. Yes. So you didn't sit there and go, oh, what the, you know, except when people weren't fucking talking. Um, but. Uh, the very ending 
leaves opportunities. That, uh, it, it actually makes the second season. I am actually rather excited because of the the exact way they ended it. Have you watched it yet, Jeff? No, I have not. Because it's, it's got a major time travel thing going through. The you know, I know you're the time travel guy. Sure. Oh yeah. I they, don't have. I don't currently have Netflix right now. Oh. I I barely have cable huh. right now. Oh. <laughs> I I am still well, in the process pot- of setting oh, up the house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I I just barely I have started setting up the house. I still have stuff that I'm moving in. Having to hmm. to disrupt Todd's life to come yeah pick sure you up do more stuff to to, to take out well of his, you know after the time. past twenty years of disrupting Todd's yeah. life I think I think uh, he <laughs> a can few's out. he can he can handle a, a he few moved in with me okay I was already <laughs> living there when he came back from L A <laughs> right in his father's house well it was yes it was his parents' house <laughs> <laughs> but I was renting it. <laughs> I was renting it fair and square. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Umbrella Academy. I do. I do give it a recommend. Uh, nice performances. Good acting. Uh, stop that! Stop it! Yeah, stop it, Jeff. But I'm just sharpening my claws. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed it far more than Kate did. Apparently, that stuff didn't no, bother me nearly as much. I, I, that that thing bothered me a lot. That was the major thing. Great, no. great music in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other things, um, everything else, it was fine. Really, I enjoyed that thing. Bugged me. And I, I, as I said, I think we were talking about before the the character who is a fifty-eight uh, year old person stuck in a twelve-year-old's body, fourteen-year-old's body. That act, that kid actor, is amazing. Because I completely believe he's fifty-eight, and I believe it the whole time he's great. He's really great. So. All right, the Geek Shock Book Club book is Black Prism by Brent Weeks. Uh, Guile is the prism. He is high priest, an emperor, a man whose power, wit, and charm are all that preserves a tenuous peace. Yet prisms never last, and Guile knows exactly how long he has left to live. When Guile discovers he has a son, I'll get through it. When Guile (laughs) discovers he has a son born in a far kingdom after the war to put him in power. That's what I kept thinking every time he says Guile. He must decide. I'm going to start calling him Gavin from here. Gavin must decide how much he's willing to pay to protect a secret that could tear his world apart. Remember last week. Remember Cambodia? again. Say it. God oh, you went it to again. that bad movie. Holy! I went to the game. No, that was that was the video game when he beats oh. Bison at the end of the big video game. He says, "He's like, remember me, Bison? Remember Charlie? Remember Cambodia?" Yeah. And then he's like, "I remember Charlie, or I remember Guile, and blah blah blah." I don't remember the blah 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 part. Yada yada yada. Oh, okay, that. It was a bad translation from the Japanese in the oh, video okay. game. <laughs> All your Guile are belong to us. Yes. <laughs> Anything else, gentlemen? Uh, yeah. I can't think of anything. What? I came home from work today. I okay. played a it was kind of, oh, a geek reference. I uh, played a schizophrenic for uh the occupational therapy students at Turo. So not Always much a of a stretch st- then. Oh, yeah, there you <laughs> wow, you you just went for it. Oh, yeah. Okay. It gets worse. And uh it was funny cuz they didn't give us a character name. So uh I went with Kyle Reese. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, I came home, and it was hot, you know, and uh, I'd stopped at the store and plopped shit down and sat down on the couch, finally set up YouTube to watch 
<clears throat> whatever the heck was on. And I sit down on the couch and I put my, I just rest my hand out and I'm like, God damn it. it it's like 4.30, it's almost 5 o'clock. And I'm like, did Andy fucking spill on the couch before he went to work, like, what, you know, playing uh, 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 Fallout or whatever the fuck? And then I smelled my hand. Oh, no. <gasps> he marked? Yeah. Oh. He pissed on the couch. Oh, no. And he's still alive? <laughs> I was well, not. I'm tougher than him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Good job, Andy. Yeah, Kit, um, I was just, I looked at him and I'm like, Kit? Really? And he was on the, he was on the treehouse, so he just looks at me and he's, you so know. do it again. Just <laughs> blinks. And I was just like, I can't believe this shit. And I pull, I, I have, pissed. I have a uh, sheet to kind of quasi Andy and Vernon proof the couch anyway. <laughs> and uh, I, I pick it up and I grab Kit and I hold his face to it. And then I march him upstairs and put him in the kitty litter box, which he has not touched in three weeks. It actually has the same tracks in it from when I last cleaned it because mm. he's been going outside. Now, this morning, I, I was leaving at like 8 a.m. I had an 8.30 call, and uh, he's, he's irritating the shit out of me. He wants to go outside so bad. And I'm like, no, dude, I can't do it. I can't because I'm leaving right now. Andy hasn't even gotten up yet. It's 80 degrees now, but I have no idea what it'll be when like Andy gets up. And if Andy doesn't see you and he has to go to work, you're going to be outside for a very long time. Andy understood all of that? And no, apparently oh. not because he was like, fuck you. And as soon as I left, he got on that couch and peed. Oh, geez. I know. Did you sit on the couch before you left? Yes, I don't think he had at that point. Okay, that you know what? Did he ask you to let him out? Yes, but I was in the same situation. I was. Eating, yeah, eating I wrote you a note saying, "Please don't let him out if you don't know you can get him <laughs> back in." Situation. So I'll bet you. Well, he did kind of pee on Andy's side of the couch. Ah. So, so you're saying it was more of a Cisco Niebert thing? <laughs> He's pissing so, off at you. So, uh, so yeah. cat owners, is well, that him punishing Kirsten for not letting him out, yeah. or is that just? Uh... Well, I actually looked it up, and a couple of sites were like, uh, "Cats are bastards." Cats, uh, yes, they uh, are. Right the, yeah. They well, are. they they They're actually said generally cats actually don't do revenge peas. It's like if they do something like that, it's because they have like an infection or something. They might have an, a urinary infection or they might have something else going on. And um, it could be that the litter box is too dirty, although, like I said, it's clean. Um, so I'm taking him to the vet tomorrow to see what's going down. He doesn't seem really removal. off, but boy, oh boy, he... I mean, he still wants to go outside all the time, but he'll go outside, and then, you know, 10 minutes later, he's at the door ready to come you. in because it's to break him of that. fucking hot. I don't know how I'm going to break him of it because he's a yeah. fucking pain in the ass. He starts getting to be a twitchy fucking... He'll, he'll get the zooms, the wide-eyed, ow, ow, and he just is like, zoop, 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 all over the house running. And that's when the water bottle comes out. Yeah. It's stories like this that I cannot understand why cat owners always tell me I need to get a cat. Jeff, I'm you like, need to get a cat. 
Oh, no. no, no, you're misunderstanding Never. them, Jeff. They're saying you need to get pussy. You need to get. <laughs> <laughs> don't have a problem there. You need to get capybara. That's the greatest pet of all. Yes, real laid back, friend to everyone. Apparently, chill, very chill. I was yeah. just seeing that this week. They're like a bunch of capybara theme memes about how they get along with other animals and they're used in. In mixed animal exhibits and stuff. Is that, is that, that big uh, thing from Brazil? Yeah, it's uh, the, 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 the rodent, rodent, that, rodent that people yes, think yes, is okay. a dog. The world's largest rodent. And yeah. the bonus, the meat is delicious. There you go. There you go. If it acts up, cook it. Well, that's just. You have peas like on your pussy. couch. You cook that thing. <laughs> the pea. You cook the pea. Uh, man, like oh man. So we jumped off the wedding. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know. I, no, no. I actually had something. Oh, there, there was more to that. I had I something just geeky. You went to a I, haven't, I haven't listened to it yet, but um, a new podcast I want to check out. The uh, board game Blitz. I was playing board games with one of the podcasters from Board Game Blitz. A Crystal woman named Crystal. Yeah, yeah. You know, Crystal? I, I used to work with Crystal. Oh, she's cool. Crystal and I worked together at uh, GameWorks. Nice. Yes. Did the man at the back say everyone attack and it turned yes. into a board game blitz? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Board Just game checking. blitz is Actually, a- Actually, one of the games was kind of attacking. I was trying to, I was looking on trying to find the name of it uh, before, the, before the show started. I couldn't find it. I'll, I'll find it for eventually. But it was a, a dice game where you're playing, you've got a, like a bowl-shaped thing that you're rolling dice in. And you're trying to match the dice. And if you don't match it, the dice stay in. And then the next person goes and... You're basically whoever has has dice at the end of the game wins. It's a very cool me- mechanic. Okay, I'm gonna have to take your word for it. Well, <laughs> it's probably described in the board game Blitz that's, that, that's, podcast that I haven't listened to yet. But that's that's no code names, but that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> now, board game uh, Crystal is uh, one of the uh, entities behind MeepleCon here in Las Vegas. Oh, cool! She's the one that makes makes that happen. So now they're affiliated with uh, Dice Tower, so they're they're building up in this world. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Crystal and Board Game Blitz, yeah, check them out. Mm-hmm. Anything cool. else, dudes? Uh, I'm still reading City Stained Red. Yeah, how's that coming? It's wacky. Yeah, it really is wacky. Wacky is a good way of describing Sam St- Sykes's work. Yeah, yeah, his uh, his novels are very close to his Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, if you like Sam Sykes' Twitter, read his novels. Yeah. It's a lot more of the same. So so are we just warming the Coke now at this point? <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting till everybody was done. Oh, what, 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 well, what we're Coke? waiting to the end of the uh, No, I wasn't waiting until the end of the podcast. I was just waiting to make sure that we were all done with I was about to jump stuff. into news. What, what, are we, what are we waiting for here? What's this? We're going to do a tasting of, of new Coke. Tasting on the radio. The, the, yes. Instead right. of news, you don't give on. a shit about. This is new you don't give a shit about. Woo-hoo. What's going in our mouths? What's Bringing the, it back. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's so. That's so in case you haven't heard. seen the uh, the unboxing video, this is new Coke from Stranger Things. Yes, uh, Coke brought the new Coke from 1985 back, so that uh, modern audiences can uh, identify with what the kids are drinking in the current season of Stranger Things. So they can enjoy how terrible it is. So, well, it's you know, terrible. it's not terrible. In fact, there's an interesting story behind oh. uh, new Coke. I'm gonna get comfortable. <laughs> Coca-Cola was noticing in the 80s that sales sales rather of Diet Coke. Why does it smell like Pepsi? Sales of Diet That's Coke were going through the roof while sales of Coca-Cola were fairly flat. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> a soda joke. Yes, sir, man. Oh, yes, sir, man. You see what I did there? The combination. Uh, she go out of the drink and she go flat. <laughs> so what they decided to do was, for those that don't know, Diet Coke has a different formula than Coca-Cola. That's cocaine. It's it's a completely this different. It's not like just. This. Oh wait, it's not just a. Just a wait. Oh. <laughs> For Diet Coke, they came up with a completely new formula rather than just taking the existing formula and removing the sugar and putting an artificial sweetener in it. They came up with a completely new formula. So, I don't know what it tastes like. It, it's like a benediction. you got to wait for the priest to finish the prayer, and oh then you can drink God. the blood. For the actual new Coke, what they ended up doing was taking the Diet Coke formula... And instead of putting NutraSweet in it, they put sugar in it, and they marketed it as New Coke. And it was a very polarizing thing in 1985. In fact, they only sold it for something like 87 days before they brought out what they called... I forgot it was that short. I remember it went away quickly, but wow, 87 days, that's it. Coca-Cola Classic, which was uh, the original formula just with high fructose corn syrup instead of cane sugar. Yeah, I had friends who believed that that was all a stunt. And, and Coca-Cola responded to that by saying, it's like, uh, we're not that smart. Uh, apparently, from all your comments, we're really dumb. So, mm. That so was anyway, a very expensive stunt. It was a, yeah, it would have been a super expensive stunt uh, had sales of Coca-Cola Classic not completely uh, brought them back from the red. Would have been um, much easier to set Michael Jackson's hair on fire. Right. right. That was Pepsi. Yes, I know. No, so this is anyway, Pepsi. that's this okay. Is, this so is, is New Coke. This is New Coke. This is they. They brought the formula back, um, and uh, they put out limited edition. They have events that they're giving the cans out. So let's give it a taste, guys. Mm. Yes, let's give it a taste. <laughs> uh, this is good. They should. Yeah. Uh, they should. Yes, I know, and it's very. They good. should change the formula to this. It's a little sweeter, dude. Just. Get you know Pepsi. what? Doesn't have quite the uh, Pepsi's way better. Doesn't have I quite the it. herbal and Monster. and baking spice flavor that regular Coke has. Hold on, hold herbal on, and hold on. baking spice. Where the fuck are <laughs> you coming from with it? That's <laughs> that's what uh, that's what original Coke has. It has like vanilla and cinnamon and a lot of different baking spices. That's what gives original Coke the, its flavoring. You're the kind of guy that drinks Savion Blanc and goes pear and earth. I Air do work Air. at a restaurant where I have to do those things, you know. <laughs> yeah, Todd. <laughs> Mic drop. Mouthfeel. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's a little sweeter. <laughs> and I'd say it's not quite as uh, as heavily carbonated. I like it. I mean, I yes, liked it back yes. in 85. So I did too, but I was a kid. Well, I, it's subtle, but playfully articulate. No, listen, this tastes like Pepsi. Thank you. Thank you. That's, That's why I like it. I wouldn't go so far as to say it doesn't. It tastes like Pepsi. Oh, it tastes like Pepsi. It doesn't have that Pepsin flavor right. that Pepsi is known for. It tastes closer to Pepsi than Coke, but it's it's really its own cola. Yeah, I don't know. I like it. I, I think uh, it tastes like I, RC. I, I like it better. It than does I taste do. a little like RC. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I, 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 I totally eighty-five. I totally agree with you on that. What's In eighty-five, that? I go like, yeah, what is this crap? <laughs> but uh, perhaps my my palate has uh, aged and well, uh, it's possible developed. Probably here I am looking for the ingredients. Like, what did they put in it? And it's all fucking. I can guarantee secret. you, your palate has aged. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Matured. All Jeff. sorts of baking spices. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, thank you for bringing. Yes, new- thank yeah. you. You went through. You had to order this. You yes, had to special um, order it. They're they're giving away cans at like certain special events around the United States right now. I hope you don't um, want to save that can. Yeah, I brought those okay. two for us to to share. <laughs> um, Steal a backup. Steal a backup. They have. 
Um, <laughs> when you said that, I see him. He's should, like, he's like, they're fucking opening it. <laughs> they have a special collector box. It's about twelve dollars on um, on the internet uh, on the Coke store, where you can get um, a Stranger Things box set that comes with a um, comes with a uh, eight ounce bottle of original taste Coke with a Stranger Things label, a bottle of Coke Zero with a Stranger Things label, and then two cans of the new Coke. Now, you did an unboxing yes. on the Shock Monkey's Lair. Yes, you'll see the video, hopefully, before you see the podcast. So if you want to see the fairly large box with very little in it right. unboxed... <laughs> it is pretty big. It's there for you. That, that's, that a lot a, of, that's a lot of box for two yeah. cans of regular-sized Coke... Two cans of Coke and, and four, two bottles of Dinky Coke. Mexican yeah. Coke. Well, the eight ounce, yeah, the little eight ounce bottles of Coke. And we wonder why the planet is slowly burning. I I have recycling at my house. What are you complaining about? Just look at all that packaging for what it came in. Well, yeah, it's going in the recycle box. This, so that's again, what's what are you killing about? the planet. Yes. Yeah. and not these big fold out mats that you put your little arms on. <laughs> <laughs> That go in the garbage when you ding them up. Oh, 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 that's beyond repair. Garbage. No, he's going to take him to the next Warhammer con Warhammer, and sell Warhammer, him as Warhammer, third hand. Warhammer, Warhammer, Warhammer. Uh, yeah, that's my plan. That's right. You're not wrong. He's going to say, "Played on only once." <laughs> to this day, it was only played on once. <laughs> a Stored rare, for three a, years. A rare admech. That's army okay. Played on this. It'll, I was going to say a rare. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that I love that now. Oh, oh man, dude, that was rare as as uh, Admech Army. Mm. Was, Did you hear? Could be dude, worse. Could be dude an brought an army. Admech Army. Oh, I hope I don't play him. There's <laughs> <laughs> this little twelve year old. I'll go ahead and play him. No, what they will say is, I didn't bring anything to deal with Admech. What do I do? Yep. I got all the. Surprise! They they brought things for Dakari. They're ready for Death yes. Guard, but they are not Tyranid. ready for other space Adeptus Mechanicus. That's right. The That's Rust Monster. It's a rare day. <laughs> it's a rare day that I see Matt's eyes just brighten up and shine. But it's true. At that con, it's true. It was consistent. He walked out of there inspired. Did he have the bug eyes? He got the bug eyes. Yeah, the bug eyes. <laughs> Which one is the bug hey, Janine, sorry about the bug eyes thing. So, yes, nice. So what I'm saying is I actually might get to play against Matt in Warhammer. Yes, which you I was, will. Which I was wondering about for a while. You will. Okay. We're all wondering. <laughs> we don't Who, care. We just wonder. Who's ready for news, gentlemen? Okay. Oh, I know and one person uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kay? And, no. Uh, no? no I, I don't think so. Was there anything else in my life, Andy? I don't know. Yeah, no. I, I haven't seen you in like a week. That's true. Well, I had a week without Andy. Wow, that's woohoo. That was kind of neat. A week without Andy's like yeah. a week without Andy. So you love. had the house all to yourself? Well, there was Duncan. But yeah, but know. Duncan never leaves his room, so nah, you still had the house true. all to yourself. He and right? I had he and I had conversations though. No. Really? Yeah, he'll hook him downstairs and he'll be like What you doing? Have you seen my dad? <laughs> <laughs> Is, did he go out of town, or is is he still around? And you know, I'll I'll tell. And he's like, "Oh, okay. I I guess he told me about that. I don't know." The he wedding did. I did leave on a Saturday morning at about eleven o'clock, and got back on a Sunday at about three. So it was like boom, four hours out, boom, Jesus. four hours back. Yeah, that's a short trip. Yeah. Yep. 
man, he took a nap and... Oh, you didn't go to work. Did you call in? Or did you go to work? No, I went to work. It was the next day. Oh, it was because you, you got a... And Duncan and I got confused because he came downstairs and he's like, so is Andy here? And I'm like, uh, he said he had to go to his... Uh, he said he was busking tonight. He took a nap and then he went busking. Well, his car's out front. And for about... 45 minutes we were confused until I was like oh he took a ride with the yeah. the neighbor caricature. One, one, one of my car- fellow caricature artists lives about 500 feet from here oh so, for 20 oh, years nice. yeah oh, wow yeah did, her family moved in about the same time my parents moved in and her mother <clears throat> uh, used to be a, uh, a telephone psychic too so I'd be very surprised if your, your parents those oh parents my didn't. god yeah that's yeah they had to have been on they, each other they would have been besties yeah jesus and cordova my mom was deep into we've seen all the crystals wacky yeah 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 Yeah. but uh cordova is a huge huge skeptic and so she's uh that must be cordova's (laughs) mother is trying to talk her to go and to see the the Long Island psychic or something? Oh, Long Island oh, no. medium. She's, yeah. she's one of the worst. Oh, no. yeah, she really she's, is one of the worst. trying to drag Cordova into it, and Cordova no. is like, no! Long Island That's medium is one of those funny. that, for those that don't know, mediums are fake. You know, they, yes. they do a lot of cold reading. They're not well done. But there are certain, quote-unquote, mediums that actually believe that they are, and they, are, they, they don't seem to be aware that what they do is cold reading. And anyway... Uh, Long Island Medium is one of those, and she's a true believer, and it's really aggravating when you see video where people are trying to point out to her what she did to get the information, and she just can't accept it. Anyway, sorry, I'm off on a rant, but she's she's one of the ones that just really annoys me. There you go. (laughs) And she knows, Jeff. She knows. No one else is annoying? She has her own. No, she she knows that Jeff is annoyed. Uh, Yeah, dude, you don't give a shit. I don't find it annoying. I like it. Yeah, because you like <laughs> pain. Annoys- Until he says the word streaming, and then you just go ballistic. Yes, then a table flip, <laughs> out the door, running. <laughs> Blumhouse, Jason Blum's production company, announced Thursday that its previously unannounced December 2019 release is a remake of Black Christmas, the 1974 slasher. A classic starring really? Olivia Hussey and Margot Kidder. Yeah, I know. Here's the official synopsis of the film from the studio. Hawthorne College is quieting down for the holidays. One by one, sorority girls on campus are being killed by an unknown stalker. Yeah. But the killer is about to discover that this generation's young women aren't willing to become hapless victims as they mount a fight to the finish. Unquote. Sorority mount. <laughs> uh, Sophia Takal of uh, did Always Shine is directing and co-writing Black Christmas. April Wolf from Widower is the other half of the screenwriting duo for the project, which is described as a quote bold new take on the original film that could possibly work f- for the first movie into its backstory. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for another shoe to drop here because so far I can't figure out why this is in news you don't give a shit about. Uh, the original Black Christmas directed by Bob Clark was uh, released in 1974 has since become a cult classic credited right. as one of the precursors of the modern slasher with particular credit going to its first person shots from the point of view of the killer and the creepy phone calls the unknown murderer makes to the sorority house where he stalks his victims. A remake 
that attempted to flesh out the killer's backstory was released in 2006, but was not well-received. Black Christmas hits theaters December 13th. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't give a shit about it, but it doesn't bother me. Either. Right, hold on, we just played charades. There, that was fireball. He got it. Okay, all right. I mouthed the word fireball to Kay, and he gave me the the Spock eyebrow. And then, as soon as I did the Hadouken move from from Street Fighter, he immediately knew what I was now, saying. That was like a Dragon Ball Z. Um... You didn't just sing the theme song from if Fireball. It was, uh, if it was Dragon Ball Z, Jeff did it by accident. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch okay. Dragon Ball Z. No, fireball. Never have. Fireball probably you, never will. For those of you that are out there, he did a Kamehameha. There, yeah, there you go. We uh, know I did a Hadouken. No, no. Hadouken? Uh, well, maybe. Yeah. Hadouken. Yeah. Hadouken. <laughs> yes, King Kamehameha. Yes. News you don't give a shit about. Who is a real person, which they, you know, you stole the name from. Amityville 1974 is scheduled to begin shooting this November. Like at least two of the previous films, 1982's Amityville 2, The Possession, and the more recent, The Amityville Murders, this new entry is based on the real-life tragedy that started the entire Amityville phenomenon. The murders of six members of the DeFeo family by eldest son Ronald DeFeo Jr. in the house at 112 Ocean Avenue in Amityville, New York. The new movie is written and directed by Casey LaScala, uh, with the cast yet to be announced. I like Amityville in its original form. A book of lies told by, uh, was it Ray Anton? No. Yeah, I, I forget. Can't remember. I used to know his name offhand. It's been so long since I've revisited. Yeah, it's a great read. Yeah. It's a great haunted house story. It made an okay movie. Yeah. And a bunch of poor ones after that. Well, I mean, and then especially when you find when you find out that it had been long since debunked. Yes, that that's where people are like, oh, so this is the Amityville house, but it's not really anything special. It's just a house. Sure, that's that's why it's a good haunted house story. Sure, told by a a highly skilled writer, yes. able to sell the horror of it. But yeah, it's it's a family trying to get rid of a house that there was put themselves a little too underwater for. Oh, it's on Long Island. Okay. I'm still trying to figure out why Bloomhouse Productions was in news you don't give a shit about for Black Christmas, because that's because uh, yeah, Black Christmas that they've they've already remade it once. Let's remake it again. When did they make? When did they remake? Two thousand six. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'll have I must have completely missed that. Yeah, you know why? Because it was terrible. Was it? Yes. Without you. Well, then. But you, was it? You need to remake it. Was it Bloomhouse that did it, <laughs> or was it a completely different this company? This is before Bloomhouse existed. Okay. Yeah. Blum- well, Blum, I know Bloomhouse is. It doesn't seem Blumhouse. like they've been around for a while, but they've been mm. around for what ten or fifteen That's, years it's now. Blumhouse. It's Blumhouse. Fige, Blumhouse. Blumhouse. Yeah. Feige. Uh, Feige. In it's fact, Fige. the host said it's Feige. It's Feige. The Fige, host. Feige and Blumhouse. <laughs> well, depending no, on who you ask. All the hosts say Feige. Feige. Blumkin. Feige. 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 God damn it. Feige. Blumkin. Blumkin. <laughs> <laughs> Weekend King. Yay! No, I don't like this. Anything that makes you happy, I don't like. <laughs> Bad robot. <laughs> That's why he hates blowjobs. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Turn that one around, Andy. Good job. Good job. 
Uh-oh. Andy's really pleased with himself. Andy is very pleased. You get, I wish you could see this, folks. He yeah. literally cannot catch his breath right now. He's laughing so hard. I'm waiting for the grab his chest and be like, oh, it hurts. <laughs> I don't have a title for this podcast, and I still don't have a title for this podcast. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. That's why he hates blowjobs. That's a good thing. <laughs> that's, that, you know, that's not going to be No, it. you're not going to do it? Yeah. I don't think that would be well received as a title oh. you're like what the i know all the guys would be like who hates blowjobs and all the women would be like who matt, likes blowjobs matt, all the women know matt hates him <laughs> you will not be starting that andy <laughs> all right andy that that's how rumors start <laughs> yeah you will not be starting that <laughs> mabel i hate blowjobs matt <laughs> no 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 that ain't, that ain't gonna work that ain't gonna work no BJ Matt. <laughs> oh, there you go. It's there you go. It tri- trips on the tongue a little bit. Very Shakespeare. Well, very that's why he hates them. <laughs> By the way, speaking of maple leaves, what's what's going on with uh, with Toronto there? Sports, uh, sports, sports, uh, sports. Matt, they're losing their minds. Yeah, they're, they 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 uh, they win a championship in the NBA, and suddenly they're turning into fucking LA oh, and okay. having shootings during the during the uh, celebration. You don't know. No, don't I don't care. actually. You don't care. All right. Matt doesn't that seem Florida to want to talk about. <laughs> so Florida so influence off, on Canada. I guess so. Things that are off the table on Gig Shack. Talking about the Toronto Maple Leafs when they're not winning. Uh-huh. And Matt's dislike of blowjobs. That's yeah. no longer okay. allowed to be spoken wow, about. Wow. Okay. Well, but this was the Toronto Raptors, so oh. it wasn't the Maple Leafs. Toronto anything. They already lost like And don't a pronounce long the time second ago. T. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Toronto. 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 It's not Toronto. Toronto. See, that's how we picked the fake Americans traveling on the world. The fake Americans? What, yeah. the real Americans Toronto? get it right? No. The fake Canadians, <laughs> that they're actually American. And they're, they're tr- they sold a little fucking Canadian flag in their little backpacks, and they say, where are you from? Toronto. It's Toronto. Wait. What am wait, I, wait. I thought you said that they've been saying it wrong when they say Toronto. Toronto. They go, Toronto. It's Toronto. <laughs> It's a certain way you say it. I've heard it spoken four different ways in three seconds. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm still trying to pick out which is the right way. No. And he said you it four times. You don't say Toronto. Toronto. You say linoleum. Toronto. Toronto? Aluminium. <laughs> Aluminum, <laughs> goddammit. First time somebody tried to explain the proper way to pronounce Nevada to me, they kept saying it both ways. And Nevada? I kept going, Nevada? Yeah. Yeah, and I kept going, that's the same thing. And they kept like they go back and forth like the same. I, I could not hear the difference for the longest time. Like once I heard, once you hear it, it grates on your ears. But yeah, ooh, well, you it's gotta like, bury so. that one. Oh, God <laughs> damn it! It's fine. It's it's gone from Matt and I just exchanging looks and giggling to God damn it! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Andy. Barry, I maintain I'm saying it correctly. It's Barry. Barry. Barry's the guy with the long lady hair. No. Barry is what you do with the body. No, that's Barry. Oh. See? Barry, Barry's what See? you do with the body? Yeah. Barry. I, I'm actually See? from the tiny region of the country where Mary, Mary, and Mary are how they're pronounced as opposed to Mary, Mary, and Mary, or Mary, Mary, you know? <clears throat> what? The name Mary. <laughs> the you verb just stopped ma- him. Yeah. Wow. The 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 verb marry, the adjective marry. See, he's got it. And the name, uh, the did I say the verb marry? I am yeah. not yeah. a merry man. Yeah, and uh, uh, 
when, oh, I got lost. Oh, and Mary, the, the name. On Long Island, we say uh, Mary it was Mary. Long Island. Yeah, they do do that. I, I, haven't, I haven't done Give that. Give me the three different pronunciations again. Well, they're not. They're all the on same. Long Island, it's two different pronunciations. Okay. Because the name is pronounced differently, but the other two are the same. Okay. How do you Mary, pronounce it? No, no, no. The name Mary, Mary, and Mary. So Mary the woman, Mary the disposition, and Mary the state of conjugal Mary. bliss. Okay. Okay. I think I got the Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because there are some places that do it's them all different. a real subtle thing. It is. It, and it was really funny because I never picked up on it as a kid. And it just is. <clears throat> but apparently, it's actually a very small part of Long Island that does it that way. Is Amityville in that area? Because that might explain a lot. Mm, no, it doesn't explain anything. Oh. Amity, as you know, means friendship. Yes. That's a line from Jaws. It is. And I like that we could get right back to where we kind of left off. <laughs> 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 anyway, so yeah, the 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 wedding, Andy. No, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> it was very beautiful. Lots of people cried. Bad Robot, the production company behind Westworld and Castle Rock, run and that's when J- he lost the game. Run by J.J. Abrams and his wife, Katie McGrath, is in final negotiations with Warner Media for a new partnership. Under the terms of the deal, Bad Robot will create and develop new projects for Warner Media and supervise other producers across film, TV, and digital platforms. The process of moving Bad Robot's feature film deal from Paramount Pictures has already begun. <laughs> it's kind of moving around the table. First, well, we, we expect the Andy phone drop, and now it, it's rubbed off on Matt. <laughs> I did not mean to do that. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. B- BJ Matt and no 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 we're not starting that we will not be starting that it's it's NBJ uh, who's calling no, you now no look at who's calling you now <laughs> yeah okay all right you want to talk about that okay oh hold on a second I got a call <laughs> um you know what Andy go ahead and read from here. Andy, what am I doing? you got to read from there. Oh Jesus! I got to make sure this is an emergency. Okay. JJ Abrams. <laughs> Give me the damn. No, no, paper. read it out loud, Andy. I'm trying for I'm trying for left off. The, like, the deal me. comes at the end of a month-long bidding war that included such prospective suitors as Netflix, Apple, Amazon, Comcast, and Sony Entertainment. Although the length of the deal was not disclosed. Sources are estimating the value of the deal to be in the $500 million range. Warner Media, the corporate umbrella under which HBO, Warner Brothers, and the Turner family of cable flit channels reside, is looking to launch its own streaming service later this year. Thank you. Um, to compete against Disney, Netflix, Amazon, and video on demand service providers. Bad Robot will presumably be creating original content for this new service. And sources are saying this is one of the main reasons why the production company chose Warner Media to serve as its new home. Abrams is currently editing his next film, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, over at Disney. All right, that was right. the end of the story, and, there, and it was another streaming service for Matt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I stopped listening after you said stream. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in the next line, the next one is streaming service too. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. How come this is not news you don't give a shit about? I don't know. 
Oh, is this because the, uh, he knows it's going to incense you? Everything it, Archie over there, you ready to read again? Is no, it? I like what this is going. Oh, good God! On. <laughs> All right, kind of fun. All right, prehistoric planet has been uh, ordered by Apple for the company's upcoming streaming service. <laughs> the show will use CGI to take viewers back in time, experiencing the what we experienced the wonders of planet Earth 66 million years ago. This was a mistake. Reads Variety's <laughs> description of the show. <laughs> I love how he just pulled a, a freaking weekend update and threw the, the paper over his shoulder. That's what he does. I, I, no. I drop it lightly to the floor. Sure, <laughs> sure that's what I do. Look, let's just be thankful it was a piece of paper. John Favreau is, is in charge of the series. It? Who does? John Favreau oh. is in charge of the series with BBC Studios. Planet Earth 2's Planet Mike Gunton is also on board as a producer. Apple TV Plus launches this fall. Do you in over know 100 Mr. Gunton countries. there, Matt? You could be perked up at the name. No, it's, no, it's it, he's from Earth Two. Oh, gotcha. So he knows Jay I Garrick. That show, yeah. You can keep me doing this, huh? You keep going. Because I can't, I can't tell stupid jokes while I'm reading. Is that we've discovered? The master plan. Damn it! He figured it out. Damn it! Win. Fine. Give it back. Win. Fine, he figured it out. Okay, yeah, I got when, it. When is this starting anyways? <laughs> Terry Pratchett, the renowned fantasy and humor author, recently had an adaptation of Good Omens with Neil Gaiman on Amazon. But now one of his other books is getting the screen treatment. The Amazing Maurice and His Educated Rodents will become an animated feature. The first of any Pratchett story to receive such treatment. The first Discworld book for kids and the 28th overall. The Amazing Maurice already has a screenplay from Shrek <laughs> and Aladdin scribe Terry Rosario. <laughs> nice. And character designs from Ratatouille's Carter Goodridge. The film about a cat, some rats, and a modern Pied Piper will be a joint German and Irish production with German animation mainstay Toby Genkel to set to direct the movie at a $17 million budget. The Amazing Maurice looks to start production at the end of the year for a 2022 release. All Pratchett all the time. Yes, yes please. Yes. We need a Pratchett streaming service. Yes, we do. I will I will gladly pay monthly. the eye that, Kir- that Matt just gave you there, right? yeah, Kirsten. It's, as soon as you said, we need a streaming service, he's like, <laughs> right at you. There you go. It's a win. Daggers. Because he speaks to the pompous of love. Indeed. And, <laughs> in, indeed. Indeed. I had fireball in my mouth when you said that. Oh, yeah. Well, at least <laughs> you had something said. in your mouth. <laughs> right. Unlike some... Wait a minute. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like where you were going there, Kay. <laughs> Not going to lie. <laughs> Variety reports that director Mark Webb director of The Amazing Spider-Man, is the top choice to take the helm of a live-action remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Top choice. The very first feature-length animated film from Walt Disney Studios. Also in talks to join the project is... Wait, wait, the first what from... Yeah. It's, it's a live-action remake of... Oh, the first hand. Okay, yeah, the yeah. first hand. Yeah. Also in talks to join the project is screenwriter Aaron Crescedia uh, Wilson... Uh, who did? Who wrote the girl on the train? I shouldn't say who did the girl on the train. <laughs> ben Pasak. Who did the girl on the train? This guy. <laughs> Oscar winners for La La Land are set to write new songs for the film. That's right, new songs for Snow White. Really? 
Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs premiered in 1937 before a wider release in 1938. The film was a huge gamble for Disney that many believed would not pay off and was dubbed Disney's Folly by naysayers who felt that animators should stick to short cartoons. Yeah. Oh. It, was, uh, it was one of the first uses of uh, filmed action to... Uh, rotoscope. Yeah, well, they didn't call it rotoscope right. at the time, but uh, yes, yeah, rotoscoping Andy. grew out of that. Um, they took filmed a- uh, live action of the actress that would be credited later on for being the model for Snow White, and then they animated over individual frames, um, rear projected onto the paper. The animators would trace over that, and that's why you got that kind of semi-fluid movement for the Snow White character versus uh, uh, the other Twitchy characters. Twitchy moves everyone else. The other, yeah. Bunch of twitchies. You ever been to the Snow White bar in Hollywood? No, never have. That's it's, But it's just off... Hollywood proper, right? It's it's like right, it's, right by the Man Chinese like Theater, right near the Man Chinese Theater. Yeah, it just cracks me up because they they just decorated up with all kinds of Snow White stuff, with you know before Disney got litigious, and by the time they started to get litigious, they'd already been it already been turned into a uh, monument, or a historical site. Well, and it's also because oh. it's not. <clears throat> I mean, it's not the, the Snow White stuff they're using isn't directly from the film, it is right? Absolutely directly Is from it? the film. Okay, because I because th- I know that the the property was already what <laughs> nothing <laughs> was already public domain when Disney did their version of it, which is why it's it's the it's a character design from the from the movie. Oh, it is direct yeah, absolutely. From? Oh, okay, I yeah, I haven't been in there. Michael B. Jordan's Outlier Society is teaming up with New Regency to pitch a monster movie, where the attack takes place in Detroit. Well, wasn't me. Detroit, that just, I mean. How will they know? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Voigt Robert from Cole Skong, wow. gosh, Kong Skull Island. <laughs> Fung Kong Kong Kong? What? Kong Kong Skull Island. Yes. Are we an hour and 40 minutes in? Uh, no. It has been tapped to direct the project. Uh, Voight Roberts also intended to shoot in Detroit as long as... Nobody will notice. (laughs) Well, everybody gets shot in Detroit. As he has been... God damn it. As he's been an advocate in recent years... I like how Matt's shaking his head. What the hell? Just the whole Detroit thing. (laughs) What, are all the Windsor people, like, sympathetic and feeling bad? No, they just hope stuff doesn't float across the river. Uh, It's true. A writer's currently being sought (laughs) for the project... And you mean lake, not river, right? No, there's a river. It's a river. It's like Michigan, right? No. 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 It's Niagara River. Oh. Further details about the <laughs> film story are being kept secret. Well, from between Detroit oh and... <laughs> Windsor? Windsor? Okay. It's a goddamn river. Okay. Okay. Welcome okay. To it's a river. <laughs> All we know for sure it's is... It's a big it's river, but it's a river. got to be okay. an original <laughs> monster movie. <laughs> Wait, can you reread that whole thing? Nope. <laughs> Windsor, the only part of Canada that is south of the U.S. Isn't it right? No. Outliers <laughs> aside. Which is? What is? There's several parts of it. There's a lot that's south is of there? the U.S., yeah. yes. The What's province of Ontario comes down like a dagger right through Michigan and New York State. Upper Peninsula is way the hell up north. Yes. What? The UP. There's actually a couple states in New England that are actually north of Canada. Right. That's true. No, no, no. You guys are not understanding me all right you said oh. win- 
Yeah, there. You know, and, I, and I think I know you're talking about. There's like a, like a weird geo. Uh, there's a, yeah. There's like a part of Canada that is. You're right, Kay. I'm not understanding. Yeah. This. <laughs> I'll look it up. Keep going. Yeah, no, yeah. no, it's okay. <laughs> Don't have to do it. Not necessary. <laughs> Never Welcome to good. Geography Shock, folks. All good. Outlier Society is notable for being one of the New first England production States companies North. to incorporate an inclusion rider, the provision in an actor's or filmmaker's contract that provides for a certain level of diversity in casting and production staff. They also produced the HBO adaptation of Fahrenheit 451, as well as the animated series Gen Lock, both of which feature Jordan in starring roles. I never got to see the his version of Fahrenheit 451. I'll have to watch that one of these It's days. looking like it's going to be an all-white Fantastic Four in the MCU. Is it? I, I, honestly, I haven't heard a thing about Fantastic Four in the MCU. Uh, <clears throat> what the fuck is his name? Brzezinski? Brz- <clears throat> and Emily Blunt are rumored for Matt. Uh, for Matt. For I'll Matt? take Emily Blunt. For <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just so long as it isn't in oh, the mouth. Up. God damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Reed and uh, Sue, but I forget who they mentioned for Johnny. All right. Yeah. The Fantastic Four. No, it's, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you can't like that. You're the, you can't like that. Can't like what? All way cast. Because you're that. Because I'm that. Never mind. Okay, just I, go. I, well, just go. go. No, no, no. Well, I'll finish that. Well, because no, because, no, because no, no, years no. ago when I, I no. was, <clears throat> I I still was like, I I, I remember that episode. I kind of turned myself around, <clears throat> and I was just like, well, you know, Johnny is sort of to to like, ah, oh, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Why make him adopted? Make Johnny and Sue black. Yeah. But I just, I honestly believe. Well, actually. Um, Mara, uh, no, Rooney, no, Kate, Kate Mara. Mara. Kate Mara was forced on Trank, I guess was the word, but so he couldn't, he didn't have casting options. But, <clears throat> um, I just want to know who forced that wig on her because god damn, <laughs> that wig is horrible. That was some, god, that was just, oh well, I don't I, know. I love the excuse. It was like, well, we did it for research, and I'm like, yeah, but it's we did horrible. What? When they, when they did they the studio claims that when they had to go back and do reshoots this is for the she had latest Fantastic Four yeah, yeah the latest Fantastic out. Four that she had changed her hair for another role so they right. had to they had to come up with a wig last minute and I'm like really that's that's your excuse you have all those you have all of that costuming department with all those wig options and that's the closest you could get I call bullshit well it's 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 funny because that that sort of you know reminds me of star trek or like the 60s when uh tv when men would wear wigs for some reason yeah and they were all women's wigs it's, oh, yeah. it's like they didn't have men's wigs and uh it, it was funny it was just and you get all those star trek shows where guys are in these horrible wigs and they right. just look real men don't wear wigs well yeah real men don't like blowjobs yeah well <laughs> tell that to william shatner Right, Dave. It's funny because yeah, they. Well, they didn't like like <laughs> yeah, no, it's you know. No, apparently he didn't like wearing I, uh, his wig. Want you to <laughs> stop that? God damn it! Uh no, work the shaft. 
You know what? Wow. We're going to move in a whole different direction. That would be I that just, would I be just, like wait. Nope. <laughs> I'm he's completely almost up. You've broken there Torgo, Andy. Again. Give me again. Again. a minute. Gone. Oh, I'm, there. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> oh. So. No, it's gone. He's highly illogical. Hi, yeah. mm. new listeners. I hope you new follow listeners? this chaos. Why? Why do we get new listeners? Because <laughs> we do occasionally, gay. Detroit River, South Bank of the Detroit River. Yes, I, I like to say Detroit because of Kiss. Well, what about it? Rock City. That's what uh, Windsor's on, but it's the Detroit River. I was just. Uh, oh. For whoever's arguing about, I don't know. I don't. No know one's what. arguing any of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I know we weren't arguing. It's been like thirty or thirty-five years since I was in Detroit, so it's I been thirty or thirty-five minutes since we've been talking about this. <laughs> oh, that doesn't stop us, Andy. The what? wedding. Um, yeah. Let's do some red light, green light. All right. Red light, green light on the wedding. Well, it's a little uh, red light on weddings in general. <laughs> all right. <laughs> green light on the red wedding? All right, all right. Red light on the red wedding. All right, all right, all right, all right. Got some uh, pictures here, guys. Okay. Got to figure out if we're going to red light this, we're going to green light this. We're going to spend our hard-earned cash on this stuff that's going to get made anyway. All right. All right, red light, green light. Apple TV Plus. That's the streaming service. Uh-huh. Red light. Red light. I'm going. I'm out of this meeting. Sent it's always <laughs> sunny in Philadelphia. Star Rob McElhenney out to the stage during Ubisoft's E3 press conference to unveil a brand new comedy about the trials and absurdities of making video games. Mythic Quest: Raven's Banquet is being developed by members of Always Sunny creative team. McElhenney stars as Ian Grimm the creative director of the fictional MMORPG called Mythic Quest, who finds himself at the crossroads on the eve of the launch of Raven's Banquet, the biggest expansion yet for the world's most popular online game. McElhenney says that the game-creating character fancies himself ready for the sort of cultural relevance that veers toward towering film directors like Steven Spielberg and James Cameron. So, Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet... For Apple Plus TV. Red light. A very red light. Now, if it wasn't going to be streaming... Still red light. Really? Why is it? I don't want to see that. It's it's basically a shot at World of Warcraft. It's easy. Um, I just don't want to see that. Are, 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 are you being protective of World of Warcraft? No, I'm not. Or? I just don't want to see that. I have no interest in seeing a show about a game development. Oh, if it's okay. not like a documentary or something. like I don't want to see a fictional... Doesn't do it for me. I will side with him that it's going to be really difficult to make uh, a comedy comedy about the creative process work. A la Silicon Valley. But the Always Sunny in Philadelphia guys have been convinced it would work. So I'm greenlighting. Yeah, I'm going to... I'm going to agree with Andy and greenlight it too because, I mean, uh, the Always Sunny uh, writers are very good at what they do. And very good at stretching some yeah. little absurd thing into a into yeah. a full length. Yeah, and if you if you have the right team behind it, I think you can do well. Like with Mike Judge in Silicon Valley. I mean, I think 
if you had a different writing team led by a different producer, that show would have failed dramatically. So I'm, I'm interested to see what they do with this because just from people that I know that have worked on video games, you know, just some of the stories they've told, there's some ridiculousness to, to be, you know, made into a comedy. So yeah, green light. That's okay. So what is this again? <laughs> That's red. <laughs> Torgo is already uh, broken. You don't need to break him further. He's sitting over there um, taking the cat piss. Because I, uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to explain to his wife why I'm taking him home and he's curled up in a fetal position. So, um, um, I guess green light, you know, like the, the, the always sunny argument. Um, if anybody can make that work. And I... I don't know about the limitations of comedy on a creative process. I think, I think it's hard to make it work. I think it can <clears> be done, but I, I don't. I don't think it's a very quick, obvious thing because the creative process is so in your head thing. Yeah. I think he's. I, I think he's saying it's difficult because you want to stay true to the the actual things that game developers go through and not be not make it a watered down simplify oversimplified completely fictional take on how video games are made because if you do that you're not being genuine to the process of, i don't i don't I, think there's enough there for this show to work you don't honestly. Like, no. i think it depends on the style how it's filmed right because if the office can do that with a paper company sure then i think there's a lot more to mine in that video game development. It's company. funny because I was just especially thinking especially if they did it in the style of the office. I don't have any evidence of how they're doing this. Right. If it's a scripted series, I don't think that's going to be that great. I'm kind of reminded of Code Monkeys. Yeah. That was on a way back not, in T4, not which great. was okay for a few episodes, but right. it kind of lost its steam after all the jokes were used. Up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the failed Bob Newhart show. The the one was called Bob, where he was a comic book creator. Yeah, not just uh, wasn't enough to work with. <clears throat> so I think if they did this faux documentary style like The Office, uh, I think it'd be better. But that also was uh, just a matter of them not really fully appreciating cartooning or anything like that. They, 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 they tried, but they really didn't try. Yeah, you it's, know, it's, Dick Van Dyke um, was was about uh, was about the creative process and being. Uh, uh, that's what I meant by yeah. being true to the, the actual process because, yeah, they a lot of times when you make a comedy about a certain industry, they play up all oh, the stereotypes well, well, sure, and they do sure. all of that. Sure, but I don't think that's what Andy was talking about. I think. No, but I thought yeah. that's what you were Yeah, Me? To. No, yeah. I, I'm just, I don't think why it's is, any Why harder. Bob didn't work? Oh, Bob, yeah. Well, Bob, it's, they, I, I don't think they really tried i think they had a few cartooning jokes at the beginning and then they just sort of they but just it's sort a small creative team too you've, you've generally got you're dealing most with a writer and an artist in comics um maybe it could work i mean with your, your example the dick van dyke show a lot of the stuff happened in the writer's room well, sure. uh yeah. 30 rock a lot of stuff happens 30 in the writer's room. right mm-hmm. 30 Rock is a great example but, of the, yeah, very, the yeah. uh, creative process. But then you also had actors work with who are insane. So, you know, they were, they were fun to work with. Right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Then now you know how to cast. So three it. greens, one red, and... Bringing the voice that, actors into oh, it. Oh, it's, it's definitely yeah. a green light for me because I, I don't really... 
again, if it's scripted, I'm red. But anything else, I'm giving it a shot. Yeah, it's, just, but I say just, just don't improv yeah. it is what you're saying. Uh, no, I'm saying don't make it like uh, uh, Third Rock for the Sun or any kind of sitcom. Oh, okay, as, as I got you. scripted television. Right. Yeah, of course. Let the comedy come through through the material. Don't try to make everything a joke. Right. And okay, I got you. And like we was talking with the the last thing there, with where it was about crazy characters interacting with each other in that environment. That's what it's about. Gotcha. All the you can write a lot of interesting characters working in a video game development. Oh, company. sure, sure. I've met several video yeah. game developers in. They're very interesting people, some more so than others. <laughs> and some of them are just regular everyday Joe that do a job that they just love. Sure. That would be my one argument against is because uh, Always Sunny is the kind of the hallmark of cringe comedy. Yes. You know, the whole just incredibly awkward, uncomfortable situations. Yeah, you watch comedy. it through your fingers comedy. Yeah, and so, but... And, it it did work, mm-hmm. so there and it's you go. funny. God yeah. damn, it's funny. All right, so we got green across that board. Woo-hoo. Well, for the most part, Mister, I, I don't want anybody touching my World of Warcraft over here, Mister Touchy Touchy. So we're giving oh, it a four out, out of five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do this one. Red, red light, green light. Although I, I we've lost one of our, our, our he had dudes. to let kid he had out. A three o'clock meeting. Uh, he had a three o'clock oh, okay, meeting. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll bring him in when that's so. So we're going to go ahead. Well, you, with, you had your prissy actor, Kit, that had to be dealt with. So Very true. So We always, you know what, Kit, and that, Kit, Kit's got a great agent. Yes. Wrote that fantastic contract. We signed it. We can't get out from under it. He's very picky. Very picky. He has a lot of writers in his contract. Oh, if only he, he was so picky because he pisses wherever he wants. Ah. <laughs> All right, red light, green light. Okay, just give us gave us the stink eye. <laughs> Literally the stink eye. Yes. <laughs> the comic series Port of Earth is being developed by Skybound Entertainment for Amazon Studios. The comic series by Zach Kaplan and Andrea Mutiti. 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 I'll have a couple Mutinis there, bartender. <laughs> Launched in 2017 as part of Image Comics' Top Cow imprint. There is no cow level. The comic tells the tale of the Consortium, an alien intelligence that comes to our planet with notions of turning Earth into a spaceport in exchange for advanced technology. The deal is accepted, but it's only a matter of time before restrictions are broken and aliens are causing mayhem all over the place. It's up to Earth security to bring them back to Port of Earth. Kaplan and Top Cow principals Mark Silvestri and Matt Hawkins will serve as executive producers along with Skybound. Kaplan's comic series Eclipse is also currently in development with Skybound, and his Lost City Explorer is still moving forward with Universal Television. So, what do you think of Port of Earth? I'm sorry. I didn't Go ahead, Andy. Is it live action or animated? Uh, it doesn't say. Doesn't but say. It is live action. Okay. Go ahead, Andy. I, I don't know what you're, you're, you're. I don't. I'm not getting the mime. Oh, I just sounds too much like Men in Black, Red, <laughs> and Deep Space Nine. But yeah, um, no, I think it, I think it could work. Um, oh, I like that. Uh, suddenly he loosens up a bit. <laughs> I see. <laughs> this is not an idea that's been done six hundred times. Um, 
But you never give 600 examples. You just name the one example that it's similar to, and then you get that face. Well, maybe I'm getting listen, better. Listen, you can do three <laughs> examples here. You can do three examples here, okay? okay. District Babylon 9. Babylon 5. Okay, no, District 9. <laughs> um, what's the one with the one alien? He's a de- detective working with the human detective. Alien Nation. There we go. Same like District 9. And uh, I think those are very different. Yeah, yeah I'm not. <laughs> I'm. Uh, it's I'm gonna, aliens breaking if, the. If, uh, if, anything, breaking the, if anything, Matt's Matt's making my point for I'm me. I'm gonna have to go ahead and disagree with you here. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're saying District Nine? They're not breaking the. What is it? The, the humans have to track them down because they're. Well, you're, District, you're District it, Nine was. It, you're giving examples refugee. of two of two not so subtle allegories to <laughs> race relations. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this is, you know, trying to turn immigration. The Earth Earth into a spaceport and then breaking all the rules that they set. Um, totally bus, different. Bus yes, and they got to bring them. They got to rein them back into the spaceport. Okay. Although, although I do see Kay's point, it does feel quite Men in Black. Yeah, but I'm not. I mean, actually, Andy kind of just gave a perfect tagline: "Bus station Earth." Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I like that. It's like working class Men in Black. <laughs> They're just at the counter punching stamps. I'd say uh, green uh, just, to, just to see what they would do yep, with it. Fine, whatever, yeah. green. Green. Amazon lined my pockets nicely and, green. And it is Amazon, <laughs> so they have a little more leeway. Yeah, yeah. There you go. They did... Um, um, uh, Chernobyl. Uh, Jesus they, Christ, did you see the trailer for The Boys that they just dropped this week? Yes. No, yes, no yes, I have yes, not yet. Yes, I can't wait. They nail in that tone. Really? Huh. Oh, dear. The Boys, Garth Ennis's probably his most violent and most vulgar comic book ever written. And that trailer makes sure you know that they're making the boys. Interesting. That is a that is a filthy ass trailer for and was going to be a wonderfully filthy ass show. All right. So if Amazon's willing to get away with that, then yeah, they're they can do whatever they want with this. That's right. Yeah. Go Amazon. I yeah. I don't know I don't know what he meant by that. Okay. If if <laughs> if the boys is the nth degree of what you get away with non-rated shows, uh huh, then this could be anything as far as that goes. As far as how, as far as language, as far as contents, blowjobs from alien chicks with two mouths. Well, that's why Matt's green. They red red light. Oh, yeah, so yeah. yeah, I did not red, red light. I said green light. Oh, but there's blowjobs involved. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> What are you laughing at there, Chubby? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> what the fuck? Man! <laughs> just, over here just laughing Just away. lunge into him. the ad hominem. <laughs> I'm pissed now. <laughs> <laughs> I just hear this little snickering over here. <laughs> you, never, you never know with him, Matt. <laughs> I've created a beautiful monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's like goddamn Dr. Frankenstein over here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So green light. Yes, green light. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sci-fi green light. There's, Anything sci-fi I can, I can there, get by. There's so much potential in what you can do with this. You can do comedy, drama, yeah. both. Dramedy. Sure. sure. Action. Romance. Porn. Yes. In fact, <laughs> I just <laughs> in fact, <laughs> bus station Earth. <laughs> That'll be the fucking the porn. <laughs> By Wicked Pictures. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings. I am waiting to transfer to Houston. 
Oh, Houston. But I have we no have money. We have a problem. <laughs> but I have no money. Oh, we going to solve that. And there's Matt in the corner. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that shit. <laughs> but human. I No. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm going to get on my bus and go due south to Windsor. Back to my home. So green. Green it is. <laughs> we we got there. Um, <laughs> yes, we did. We got there. <laughs> All right. Red light, green light, gentlemen. Green light. Sci-fi. Green light. Uh, Announced that the network, along with Warner Horizon scripted television. Octo Shark Octopus. Is developing a show around the character Lobo. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. From his debut on season two of Krypton. Emmett J. Scanlon, who plays him this season, has been confirmed to reprise the role in the spinoff program. Which, by the way, I have yet to see that show, but I did see a trailer for it. Holy shit. Krypton. Yeah? Yeah. Very dark. Mm. I like it. Krypton executive producer, writer Cameron Welsh will also produce and write for the Lobo spinoff series, which will put the foul-mouthed, dangerous, irascible, intergalactic bounty hunter front and center. Quote, Lobo, on the page is such a broad character, and the tone of our show is so grounded, so it feels like a bit of a mismatch, but that's kind of what's exciting about it as well, Welsh said. He's not going to ride around on space dolphins like he did in the comics, but it's meant to feel like a contrast to everything else we've seen, unquote. Created by Roger Sliffer and Keith Griffin in the early 80s, Lobo is ruthless, bloodthirsty, egotistical, and a cosmic porpoise connoisseur. He started out as a villain before transitioning into the anti-hero he is. Despite his destructive tendencies, Lobo still adheres to his own strict mishappen moral code. Lobo, spinoff from the Krypton series. Has anybody seen uh, this guy? Has anybody seen his appearance? I've only seen the clips. I've only seen the clips. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it, and that's it. Okay. Um, I, I want to green light this, but it's on sci-fi, and sci-fi now has a reputation for killing shows that I like. So this you're not wrong. So is if that, I green light new, this, I have Fox? a feeling is they're going to. The new Fox? They, I I do feel like they're becoming yeah. the new Fox because I mean they just killed Happy. Um, oh, uh, they killed. Um, I know that. That's yeah. gonna yeah. suck. Yeah, for just you. Uh, they're sh- they're chopping it around. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody else will pick it up. But uh, um, what the hell? Jesus. Oh, there was, was another like that. <laughs> God, what was that sci-fi show I, I really liked a couple years ago that they killed? Uh, was it not not Killjoys? Um, Firefly? No, <laughs> I'm talking sci-fi, not Fox. <laughs> anyway, uh, dark, dark. Yeah, dark matter. Dark yeah, matter, thank you, thank you. Uh, I really like dark matter, and they they killed that after what three seasons, something like that. Um. <laughs> God, that was empty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Andy. You know it was Andy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have to tell you it's Andy. Yeah, it was Andy in an empty bottle. He, um, he was pointing out, trying to point something out to me. Your bottle cap is stuck in your thing there. He and then put he knocked the bottle over doing it. Yeah, right. he yeah. put it there while he was drinking it. Oh, now that it is empty, thank he God, he just hasn't put the cap back. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I guess I will green light it because I will say he looks good. He yes. looks like Lobo. He looks like the character. Yeah, um, just kills me because after Justice League, you realize 
The future of DC. I- Jason Momoa is the perfect Lobo. He really is. He's perfect. I mean, he it it's like he kind of looks like him anyway. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a seamless fit. He would be because the one still picture I seen this guy's kind of round faced. He doesn't. I don't know. I haven't I I haven't given it any scrutiny. So I. I mean, I don't know. Right. I don't know. I I as far as DC, I still feel like the DC universe, its future is on television instead of film. Yeah. Because you know, yeah, you're gonna get away with the the big name characters like Wonder Woman, Superman, etc in the cinema but you're, you're trying to get your other characters like you know well i mean because it's already been done Nork. arrow green flash um etc lobo i yeah. i feel like that that their that future is on television king so. shark well, yeah. they've already no, they no, did no. King, king shark, shark on the flash a couple times yeah so. green light green light for yeah. green light let's let's see it i'm a dc man green light fuck well they're pretty feeling pretty comfortable about krypton if they're already spinning off but Characters. to be fair, Krypton's only in its second season. Sure. And typically the shows that they're running right now are only getting two or three seasons. It's like Absolutely. they go they fulfill that that three year contract if that and then cancel it. Maybe so. this is how they do it. They it do could a, be. they do a two to three season, but the character they introduced in season one slash two is get their own spinoffs, so it's a continuation but a whole new thing. Like Frasier. Like Frasier. Yeah. Like Frasier. Lobo is the Frasier of sci-fi. That's They're like, yeah, we're canceling <laughs> Krypton, but Lobo's cut. You can watch that. Maybe those characters will make appearances in Lobo. So it's a green light across the board. Yep. Yes, sir. Nice now, okay, wait a minute. I do have a question. Okay. As a movie producer. Yeah. Or television producer. As Or television producer. How does a casting couch work if Matt doesn't like blowjobs? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. You know. Oh, for yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> You know, he never said anything about rim jobs. Oh, okay. Life, right. um, uh, so is rim finds job away. <laughs> <laughs> is that your Jeff Goldblum there? I'm really sorry, bad. I'm not that as good really as bad. Professor oh, Big. I was really bad. I thought, I thought he was doing Shatner. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was Goldblum. He was doing Shatner doing Goldblum. There you uh, go. Ah, see, see. Now, now you guys know I don't even try. I'm not an actor. <laughs> No, no, that I was brilliant. Me. He was doing an actor doing another actor. Yeah. Don't don't don't, don't try to salvage it. In a rim job. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and he just ended up sticking his tongue in his ass. <laughs> I think he stumbled on what Matt won. really likes yeah, right really there. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the, the casting couch works for him. Yeah. Mm. Is that right? What's Matt, that? What's that? <laughs> Matt's so over the job. Yeah, he is. <laughs> that, that, that exasperated look on his face is priceless. Boy, you know, all those little jabs at Canada have come nowhere near bothering him like this has. Yeah. It's true. That's because these monkey assholes are going <laughs> to run with it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you That's care? why. What do you care? You're never on the lair. <laughs> <laughs> you heard How do you know? <laughs> I, I gotta side with Andy on this one, Matt. You don't go on the lair. That's right. What you know do what? you You're care? Right. Right. I mean, you haven't had your face on parking monthly four or five times. So, what the fuck do you care? 
They actually have a thing called parking within your face. Have you not seen that? <laughs> that was Barry. That was Barry's contribution to the lair way back when. Does that um, mean we have uh, issues of rim job monthly coming? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. If Barry's Don't. listening to this, Don't. yes, we do. <laughs> Don't. And if he hasn't listened to it, I'll text him tomorrow and say, hey, uh, make sure you listen to the latest episode. Yeah. There if, you go. If you can. It's a little, little picture of a Mountie just kneeling down in front of him, and it's like south of the border. <laughs> the mounted Mountie. Yeah. All right, the red light, green light. I'm red lighting that. <laughs> Hulu. Who? It, who? Hulu. Who? Lou? And ITV. Who? I? Ivy. Doodum, doodum, doodum. Have given the green light to Zomboat. What? What? An this un- is like a Bodie McBoat face. Like, what the fuck is this shit? An undead comedy show about a group of British citizens sailing down the canal in the wake of a zombie apocalypse. Saving d- sailing down the what? A canal. Down a canal. A canal. A canal. England's got canals. Yeah. I've seen one. They're not wide enough to keep zombies away. I, no, I don't. I, I'm like, <laughs> all right, here we go. That's oh, low budget, right? It's like, it, okay, it's an ocean liner, and they go out in the ocean to get away from the zombies. We can't afford that. And Let's the producer's the like, how about if it's a dinghy? No, 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 a 20-foot bow rider. And they're in a canal. They got those little houseboats. That's yeah. in my backyard. <laughs> Uh, and you see the poor pitchman's just like, yeah, we could make that work. Okay. It's in my backyard. <laughs> Canals are tight. Yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> Quote, as they journey along the canal in their tightly packed living quarters. <laughs> tightly. <laughs> friendships develop. Alliances form. Oh, oh my God. Arguments Wait, occur. Was it Survivor boat? I like, know. Oh, you're voted off. Get off. And, and oh, romance blossoms. <laughs> Wait, we made a better show. <laughs> we made a better show. We did. Survivor zombie. There you go. Survivor zombie. They get voted off the boat, and and does you know? Then you film the zombies eating them. There we go. I, I, and and okay. it, this could be yeah. a whole new twist. You know, the survivors come back sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that, well, yeah, because you know zombies. They right? come back to the island and try to. Well, you get your zombie challenge. It's a reunion show. Okay, you got to go over you, over this bridge and under this tunnel, and then you hit the red. Right? Y- yeah, yeah, John. What's your question? Brains. <laughs> right, John, if you win, you 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 get whatever you ask for. Okay. Brains. <laughs> yeah. Just okay, John. I know. I understand. I understand. Stop red- chewing on my arm. <laughs> <laughs> so Zomboat, red light, green light. Zomboat. I green light the Zomboat. Is it a comedy? <laughs> I want to green light it because it's so ridiculous I want to see it. Is it a comedy? Please tell me it is. Maybe it's a comedy, yes. <laughs> All right. The official script, Adam Miller from the Windsors and Will Hartley from Tracy Ullman's show. He's from Windsor. Co-created the project. Quote, ITV2 is committed to comedy for younger audiences. There you there go. We go. And we're delighted to partner with Hulu and NoHo Productions to add this fantastically high-concept, homegrown comedy okay. adventure to our slate. Green light. It's a comedy out green God, why didn't you say that before? Because we had a better idea with the zombie <laughs> island <laughs> thing. Zombie. Survivor's on. Zombie Zomb survivor. survivor. Oh, shit. I, uh, no. I, fuck. Green light. I don't know. 
Zombies, right? They're still in. Zombies on the canal. Yeah. I disagree. Red zombies light. just I'm, can't die. I'm over the z- zombies Yeah, thing. they don't die, Jeff. Well, you're not the only one. Did you see The Dead Never Die or whatever the fuck it is? The Dead Don't not Die? Yet. Yeah. Not yet. It only made like $5 million. Well, The highest a- grossing <laughs> movie Jim Jarmusch has ever directed. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, it's a it's a smash. <laughs> <laughs> Jarmusch is Jarmusch is like sitting in the corner counting his ones. Yeah, he's oh, br- yeah, baby. Breaking out the new coke. He just yeah. got a cases on it. <laughs> That's Toast's puppy. But yes, yeah, so I, I, I think Jeff, you are correct. Zombies are over. Yeah, but. I just I I that's how I feel. That is so fucking funny. <laughs> That movie makes five million, and it's like it's all about the Washington. No, you don't understand. It's that's great. <laughs> no, it's five million, dude. That is great. <laughs> it's Jarmusch. People work with him for free. Yeah. Oh shit, that is fucking funny. What's your Jarmusch? Write to us comments at uglycouchshow.com. And until next week, I am Master Torgo. Eighties Jeff cannot stop loving blowjobs. K. <laughs> Fact check, Dandy. Rim job, Matt. No, <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. But anyways, Maple Leaf, Matt. Okay. I'll talk to you next week in Geek. I won't, because fuck this show. <laughs> I love that. Because those monkey assholes are going to be all over this. No, they're going to run with it. They're going to run with it. You don't want to give a monkey a rim job. It's yeah. not <laughs> You don't even go on Facebook. That's true. <laughs> you're right. When you're right, you're right. Jeez. That's correct. What? What are you? <laughs> oh, parking. Yeah. What issue is that? Parking one? enthusiast <laughs> monthly. I think that's like number two or something like that. that that's just one of. Like, Barry did like four of those. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Can we get a uh, box cover for the the bus stop Earth porn with Matt in a corner going no, <laughs> <laughs> just with both hands up and he's like oh no 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 no. I get my I get my kicks above the waist, sunshine. <laughs>